it's weighted well. Yeah. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. So I decided to take a little break from going out to the movies since apparently there's a little pandemic going on. I've never had a better excuse to stay in and do nothing. So this next video that you're currently watching right now is going to be part of a new video series called Stuff I've Been Avoiding But Now I'm Stuck Inside So Let's Do It. So it seems nothing is going to stop the mouse from making live action remakes of their old cartoon movies and also of their mediocre theme park rides. Hey, it worked for Pirates of the Caribbean, right? And with Disney Plus being a storage unit for all these flicks I've been actively avoiding, it felt like a good time to watch one of these. I set up a poll, but you guys couldn't decide which one. I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. So we're doing both movies, and this episode's gonna be double stuffed. But first, a thought? A thoughty? Every once in a while I like to pretend that Hollywood isn't a huge money-making cesspool where movies are only greenlit based on how much money they make and I wonder, why make these movies? Why would they remake these perfectly good movies that are already universally loved? I should mention that I'm not one of these people that are pissed off that these movies are even being made. Honestly, it's whatever. I don't think that one bad Ghostbusters or Indiana Jones or Star Wars movie ruins all the other movies that I love. Even though Rise of Skywalker was... I just didn't want to waste my time watching these movies before. But seeing as we're all spending a lot more time indoors, I figured it'd be a good time to analyze the reason for creating a modern remake and why Disney hasn't gotten it right since Hook. You assume the goal with the remake is to recreate the original work, but better. But that's the ultimate question, isn't it? Is it better than the original? Did technology and social awareness give you the tools to make an even better film? No. The answer is no for both movies. But I don't want to lump these movies together too much. They are very different films. So let's start with Aladdin, because why the fuck not? Aladdin 2019 is not a terrible movie, but it's not very good either. This movie is pretty fun. It's got some good stuff going on, but it looks oddly cheap sometimes, like it's one of those broadcast television musical events. And I really don't know why it looks so bad. I mean, this is a movie where the main character is a thief and it's directed by a guy who makes movies about thieves. It sounds like a slam dunk. Guy Ritchie has a very distinct style and it's one of the things that made me think that this movie was gonna at least have an interesting look to it. But this has no traces of a Guy Ritchie film. There's never even a moment in this movie where Aladdin feels cool. There are moments from the original that they recreate that are supposed to show you that he's smart and charming, but every moment in between those recreated scenes, Aladdin seems like a dork and also kind of a dum-dum. You know how I say some movies have weirdly slow pacing? Well, this one has weirdly fast pacing, at least in the first 20 minutes or so. A lot of the scenes that were emotional and character-building moments in the original ended up being crammed into montages or musical numbers in this new version. It's like the movie itself was like, come on, hurry up, get to the fucking genie. And honestly, that's fair, because when Will Smith shows up, the movie gets way better. Even in shitty movies like Wild Wild West and Suicide Squad, Will Smith is still incredibly fun to watch. It's like he had a completely different script than everyone else. Even Aladdin gets funnier when Will shows up. I'm afraid I'm unfamiliar with Ababwa. Well, it's, it's north. south. It's near, if you were to go, it's, it's... Around there, you can find it, if you just look. The biggest problem with this movie is things they add that don't really belong. Jasmine has her own song that she sings twice didn't need that and jasmine also becomes sultan not something i really thought about before but sure why not 
Most of the things they add don't make the movie any better, and the scenes they recreate to pay homage aren't as good as the original. The cast wasn't really that spectacular either. Jasmine and Aladdin are fine by themselves, but they have no chemistry, and their scenes together are kinda dull. The most interesting actors to watch are Will Smith and Nassim Patrad. They played off each other well, and their story was actually kinda cute. Right, how's this going? It's clumsy, but in a charming sort of a way. It was one of the few things they changed from the animated version that I actually really enjoyed. In fact, if they made this movie 15 years ago and cast these two as Aladdin and Jasmine, this movie is fucking 10 stars. But as it is, it's probably a 5.5 out of 10? I don't know. For the most part, Aladdin was pretty good. Mostly because it's a lot like the original. They had all the same beats as the original, except instead of a big snake, we get a big parrot but for the most part the story is the same and the story is great it's just the direction that's not so good and is the ending supposed to feel like the end of hitch whatever i liked it it was cute my ranking i didn't hate it but give me a return of the javar remake and we can talk all right now that that's done let's get into the fucking line this movie is so fucking boring I didn't even want to say The Lion King is boring, because that felt disrespectful. Because the original is so goddamn good. I immediately watched the 94 version of this movie after I watched the remake, because I was shook. I thought my childhood was a lie, and that The Lion King wasn't as good as I thought. Because I truly hadn't seen it in over a decade, and let's face it, some movies from my childhood just don't hold up now. By the way, were we wrong? Was Macaulay Culkin a bad actor? Yikes. The point is, Lion King 94 is a fucking masterpiece. I mean, the story itself is centuries old. It's basically Hamlet, but with animals, and it's executed fantastically. The main difference between the Lion King 94 and this new one is the animation. Now, I personally think that it is an incredible achievement to create all these animals in a fucking computer. I mean, I looked into the technology they used to make this movie, and I could barely comprehend it. But that really doesn't matter, because CGI animals are not cute. They're impressive, but you can't really empathize with them. Being impressed by a technological achievement is not the same as being emotionally moved by a scene. It's like, okay, you made a photorealistic toucan. Congrats. But I still prefer a Zazu that can smile and frown and give you that, like, smug face. You know the one I'm talking about. Now I'm not talking about going as far as cats. They don't need to be that humanistic. Just somewhere in the Happy Feet or even Madagascar neighborhood. John Oliver was awesome and Billy Eichner was great, but the rest of the cast was meh. And I don't know if it's because the performances weren't good or if there was a disconnect because none of the animals showed any emotion. I mean, cats are famously cold and emotionless. And it's a little hard to connect with the character when the full range of their facial expressions are angry and cat. It's just a cat. I mean, I might as well be watching Hayden Christensen. Ah, hi, you burnt. The colors are also beige and muted in like every scene. Not to get too inside baseball here, but since most movies are shot on digital now, pretty much every filmmaker practices color grading where you can change the color of a shot in post-production to make the scene more vibrant, exciting, scary, or whatever the scene requires. In this movie, it felt like they could have done more to accentuate the bright colors to make it feel more like Lion King 94. One of the things that made the first one so great are the colorful environments, and they're not very present here. Like I mentioned, the story is pretty much the same as the original. Everything is pretty much the same, but it looks worse. It's impressive, but it doesn't make me feel anything. Not even as much as Aladdin did. There were certain times during Aladdin, like during the Friend Like Me song and the Prince Ali sequence, that I got super happy feels. But I never felt that way during Lion King, because in my opinion, the filmmakers focused a bit too much on making things realistic 
and not on making things look majestic and spectacular. So out of the two movies, Aladdin is definitely the winner. Wait, was this a competition? I didn't, what, what are we doing here exactly? My ranking, I felt nothing, except sleepy. In fact, I'm gonna take a nap, guys. Oh yeah, thanks for watching, guys. If you like this video, don't be shy. Click that like button and let me know if there are any other movies or shows you want me to watch. Now's a good time, cause I'm not doing a whole lot. Stay safe, nerds, and may the force be with you.